welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 593. If you have any interest in mechanics or motorsports, don't be afraid to dive in and learn. You know, it's not just a boy's world anymore. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabite dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Michelle Davis. Michelle, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Michelle Davis and her husband, Kevin, live in Belgrade, Montana, and own and operate the helper brands of products. Their signature product, Detailer's Helper, is in the hands of thousands of detailers around the world, including my own, I will say. When she's not helping Kevin, she's been a stay-at-home mom who is now ready for her own adventure. Michelle and her friend Andrea Schaefer, who will be a guest tomorrow on Cars Yeah, are embarking on a journey where they will modify a 2004 Jeep Rubicon and undertake an off-road adventure this fall. They are Team Sugar High, and they will be competing in the Rebel Rally in the deserts of Nevada and California. The Rebel Rally is a 1,200-mile, seven-day adventure, and it's the first all-women's off-road rally in the United States. And by the way, Michelle's husband, Kevin, has been a guest here on Cars Yeah in the past. All right, Michelle, I've told our listeners just a tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your business, your passion for automobiles, and uh, we'll talk more about this uh, rally, but maybe touch on that a little bit as well. Sure thing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we I have been in, surrounded by the automotive industry for uh, for quite a while just because of my husband's interests. And then um, a few years ago, we, we came up with Detailer's Helper, and that has been our, our main business right now. Um, so I've definitely been a lot in the, in the whole auto world with that. But my main job, though, really has been a mom. Um, we homeschooled our girls. And so even though I'm helping with the Detailer's Helper, that's, you know, that's kind of more my side thing because obviously the mom job is, 
you know, the most important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I'm also a, a hobbyist baker and cake decorator. And that's actually been a big part of my life too. I've had, I have a blog out that I do tutorials. I have an app that's out with tutorials and stuff as well. Oh, cool. um, so those, yeah. So those have kind of been, um, my center, central focus, but my kids are now getting to that point. They're about to leave the house and I'm looking at life and saying, you know, what, what do I want to do? And I want to start delving into my interest into the whole, um, automotive world. And I found out about this rebel rally and I was so excited. It's completely out of the box of anything I've ever done before. It's total off-roading. And the neat thing about it too, is it's a navigation rally. And so it's completely with compass and map. Um, there's no electronics allowed, no GPS. So I'm having to learn the whole navigation part. Um, and then along with it, like you mentioned, we are creating a great vehicle for the rally. So I am working on building my vehicle. I've got a used uh, Jeep Wrangler that we are transforming into a really cool Jeep that's going to be in the rally. And then after the rally, it's also going to be displayed in SEMA. So uh, this is like a whole new venture, learning mechanics, learning builds, learning navigation, learning off-roading, driving, and all this stuff. And I'm doing it in about a three-month time period, and I am thrilled. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you're not just dipping your toe in. You're jumping in full force, which is, Absolutely. Which is pretty darn exciting. Uh, in the past, I had uh, Rochelle Croft and Rhonda Cahill on the show, and they're two women that did something somewhat similar, albeit offshore. They went all the way to Morocco to do a rally, so uh, very brave ladies. But what you're doing with your friend Andrea, same thing. I mean, a seven-day adventure, having to learn how to not only build a vehicle that can handle this, but learn how to navigate. There's no GPSs in this, right? That's correct. So I will, I wanted to mention that Rochelle and Rhonda are the reason I'm actually doing this. They're the ones that made me aware of it. And uh, they happen to be friends of mine as well. And they're actually going to be in the rally too. So I get to do it alongside with them. All right. Great. Two pros that have been there and done that can give you some advice. That's awesome. Well, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying it's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Michelle, take the wheel. Yes, this has actually been on my phone for quite some time now. It's my screensaver. Mm -hmm. um, it's from a poem by Aaron Hansen, and it says, What if I fall? Oh, but my darling, what if you fly? <laughs> and that's just been so huge for me because I've lived a lot of my life not doing things for fear of failure. I tend mm. to be a perfectionist. And mm -hmm. if I'm afraid I'm going to fail, I just won't do it. And I've really been the last few years, especially really trying to step out of that. And especially getting into what's, you know, been really known as a man's world, the whole automotive world. Right. It can be quite intimidating for a woman, you know, uh, being taken seriously and, um, just, you know, just that I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to be um, kicked out of it or whatever. So uh, it's been something I keep turning back to whenever I start having those fears. I just start looking at the what if I fly, though? I mean, what thinking of all the, the fun I'm going to have, the things I'm going to learn and the new adventures and just being able to step out of who I've been and become the person I want to be. So that's kind of been my focus. Well, I love that quote because I've had a lot of people as guests here on Cars, yeah, that follow that mantra. And if they hadn't, they would have never gotten to where they were. And there's a, there's a great saying, I actually created a meme out of it. The most dangerous risk of all is the risk of spending your life not doing what you want on the bet mm. that you can buy yourself the freedom to do it later. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's a really wonderful quote that a friend shared with me 
do it now. Don't be afraid of flying. Maybe don't fly too close to the sun the first time to quote that, <laughs> that old Icarus story. But, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. And absolutely. And now's a great time for you that your daughters are uh, growing up and be leaving the nest and finding your own way. And I love having women on the show to show those young listeners out there, young women listeners that you can do it too. This isn't just a man's world anymore, especially in the right. automotive field. There's a lot of great women there. I've had dozens of great women guests on the show from Shirley Muldowney to the late Denise McCluggage and all sorts of different people that have figured it out. Racers, drag racers, all sorts of things. That's great. Yeah. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. You live with a car guy. Oh my gosh. Kevin, just <laughs> like the car guy consummate. Holy cow. Would you, yep. he, but would you share a story with us that instigated your passion for cars? Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you too were a car gal? Yeah. You know, and like I said, I grew up around it. My dad was a car guy as well. And he was always in the garage tinkering on cars. And then I married a guy who was a huge <laughs> car guy. And so I've always been around it. Um, I think though, I, I kind of for a long time just sort of thought, well, this is, this is the man's world. This is what the guys do. And didn't really, even though I had an interest, even as a child had an interest in learning about some of it, didn't really think that that was my place. So, and then, of course, you know, I had kids, did the mom thing, and um, really didn't focus that much, was always alongside with my husband with it, encouraged him and loved watching him do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but it wasn't really until my kids got older. And the big thing was my husband built a 65 Cobra replica kit oh, car. Oh, yeah, I saw that on <laughs> Facebook. What a fun ride. Yes. And, you know, and watching him do that, it, it reminded me of birthing a baby, really, you know, <laughs> I mean, just the whole process of it. And then to see it completed, I was, I think in some ways I was more excited about it than even he was. Cool. And when I saw that, it just put a spark in me that I wanted to do something like that too. But I wasn't quite sure what kind of vehicle, cause I'm not, I love the hot rods and the classics like he does, but it just wasn't my thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it took me a while. I just wasn't sure. And then a friend of ours led let me borrow his Jeep for a day. And uh -oh. I was, yep, I was driving around it and it clicked. I had the hugest smile on my face and I, there was no turning back. I came home, I told Kevin, I'm like, this is what I want to do. I want to learn this. I want to learn the mechanics. I want to learn to build it. I knew nothing, but I was like, I am determined I'm going to learn this. And he was thrilled because he's been wanting me to join him in all this. And, yeah. and it's kind of neat because we're both able to share the car hobby, but kind of on different sides since he's really into the hot rod side. And now I'm getting into the off-road side, but, you know, we can still combine it together too. Well, absolutely. And I'll let our listeners know, and this is really a fun watch, you and Kevin started doing a video series on YouTube about this build. And I've watched the first one now. And there's been several since we taped this show because we're taping here the week before Monterey Car Week and this will air in September. But you guys are creating a, a nice little video history of what you're doing, which I think is great. Yes. Yeah. We, and it's, you know, coming from the angle that I'm actually doing the build, but I'm being instructed by my husband because I don't know anything. <laughs> so he, he's teaching me and I am therefore teaching on the, on the YouTube channel, the video and doing things. And we're trying to show, you know, give women confidence that you can pull out the tools, you can get out the socket wrench, you can get the power tools out. And, you know, and there are cases when, I mean, just by default, women aren't always as strong as men, but we're trying to show ways, you know, using a breaker bar, using different ways so that if you don't have the strength necessarily that a man does, you can still do it. You don't have to feel like, you know, you have to have a man there to do it for you. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll make sure on your show notes page here at Cars, yeah, on the website that there's a link 
link to that YouTube video series. I encourage you folks to get out there. I mean, Kevin and Michelle are the cutest couple. You two are just like... (laughs) Uh, you're like made for TV. You know, it's not unlike me where I'm made for uh, radio voice here, so <laughs> podcast voice, but you guys are awesome. So it's really fun. I watched the first one, like I said, and uh, uh, I think it's just going to get better and better as we go on. Well, Michelle, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and crawl under the hood. Something you started to do now, get your fingers a little dirty. You're going to have to trim back those fingernails if you have them uh, <laughs> t- to keep the dirt underneath uh, those polished nails of yours. Would you share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you faced along the way? This could be in life, could be in a career. Take us to that painful time, but then tell us how you worked through it, how you overcame it, and what did it teach you so you can move forward? Yes. Well, you know what? I have had back problems all my life. Ooh, and um, no yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's been a hereditary thing. I've, I've got a bunch of issues going on there. But um, about three years ago, it got really bad to debilitating point to where I had couldn't stand. I had days and days in bed. And um, actually, the pain levels got up to what I considered equal to my labor pains and oh, stuff. I was no. Tears. Yeah, it was just absolutely horrible. And uh, we spent about a year trying diff- just about everything between doctors, physical therapists, just everything I could think of. Mm-hmm. Could not get relief. In fact, it just got worse. Um, I went to a pretty bad depression, um, being not able to physically do anything. And my life just kind of came to a standstill. Yeah. And then about a year ago, my uh, husband, you know, just in desperation, he was trying everything online, looking up stuff. And he came across a procedure called Regenix, which is an adult stem cell therapy mm-hmm. and we just were like you know our wits end we're like you know let's let's just go try it we had to go out to los angeles to get it done but i got the procedure done and then i had i still had a few months of rehab type stuff afterwards and it worked oh, <laughs> and wonderful i i can't say i'm 100 percent pain free but i am more at a normal you know life much livable um type level. level yes yeah. Exactly. And, you know, going through all of that, it really made me appreciate my physical abilities and just life in general. And it really opened my eyes to the fact that, you know, you never know when your physical abilities could be totally taken away. So I wanted to not just keep putting off things I've been dreaming about. And so that's kind of yeah, kind of where this whole rally thing, you know, I had been thinking about it. And that's when it was really like, you know what, if I want to do it, I'm, I'm in good health, I can do it now, do it. And uh, the other thing is um, competitive boxing. I, I've something I've always dreamed about, again, been afraid because it's a man's world. Yeah. But I was like, my body's working, why not just go in and try it? So I'm actually training for competitive boxing as well. Oh right my now. gosh, you go girl. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Well, yeah, and you're, you're, a, you're still a young woman. So you're at an age where you still have a physical body that can handle these kinds of things. Whereas if you waited till retirement, what people call retirement, whatever that means in your sixties <laughs> or so that, you know, might be kind of old. Your body might be a little more rougher to deal yeah, with. Exactly. Then. Yeah. So, uh, wow, that's awesome. Competitive boxing, off-road rally, all that from uh, decorating cakes. So, uh, <laughs> Which I still do, by the way. <laughs> oh, well, see, that's why Kevin's got to go to the gym all the time. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you're always making those. Yeah, that would, uh, yeah, that's a good reason to want to go to the gym so you can eat some of those delicious cakes for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Michelle, let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share one of those life or career aha moments. It's a time when those headlights come on, those off-road desert headlights you're going to be mounting on that Jeep to light up the <laughs> desert at the night when you're trying to figure out where the heck am I? 
that will illuminate your way for a new direction or a new thought you had. And tell us the steps you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Yeah. So, you know, most of my life I've been kind of more on the girly girl side. Um, I kind of was put in a box, I guess. I, you know, I was a cheerleader. I was a model. I was even uh, a pageant queen. I was Miss National Teen Montana when I was a teenager. Wow. So, so I think there's a, yeah, there's a lot of expectations on me to sort of put in, be in that kind of makeup, you know, clothing world or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I still always had this tomboy side of me, kind of had an interest in, and wanted to explore that, wanted to learn about power tools, things like that. But I was afraid <laughs> to. Yeah. I, you know, I was afraid, first of all, just to try for failure, like I spoke of before. Right. Um, but also I was afraid I'd have to give up my femininity to do that. Mm. I was afraid that I'd have to put aside all that and become a total tomboy. That was the only way I could fit in. Um, and I really struggled with, you know, what I wanted to be, you know, did I want to be the, the girly girl? Did I want to be my tomboy? What did I want to be? And it was actually my husband. I was talking to him about this and he told me, he's like, don't put yourself in a box. He goes there. You don't have to claim a certain identity. He said, you know, you encompass all of that. And he actually quoted. Um, the movie Iron Giant, which is a kid's cartoon. Oh, yeah, I love that movie. I do too. And he said, you are who you choose to be, which Mm. is what was said to the Iron Giant. And that really just clicked with me that, you know, I didn't have to put myself in a box that I am a woman and I love being a woman. I love the girl side, but I can also do the the tomboy side and all that stuff that I've wanted to do. So, you know, I'm loving learning mechanics, learning off-road driving, but yet I'm also just as excited to go dress up for the big gala that's going to be at the end of the rally too. So (laughs) I can see it all. (laughs) Well, you know, that's wonderful. And there's a couple things that come to mind here. The great acronym for fear, false evidence assumed real, which is a, a big part of what scares people uh, all the time. And I just did an interview not too long ago with a uh, really famous designer. In fact, the gentleman who designed the Enzo Ferrari, his name is Ken Okuyama. Yeah, Ken Okuyama from Japan. And one of his comments was, I would rather regret having done something than regret not having done it, even if afterwards I wish I hadn't tried it. Because just to take that step out there, and put yourself yes. out there. Yeah, and do something different. It's so, so important in everybody's lives. We're only here for a short time. Do it all and do it with exactly. gusto. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Well, how about a proudest career or life moment? Is there one that stands out for you that you'd like to share? You know, I don't know if there's a specific moment, but I would say that honestly, every time I get under the hood or I use a power tool <laughs> or I get behind, get behind the wheel and start, you know, start crawling a rocky path or whatever, I just feel so good. I feel empowered. Um, I just get full of joy because I'm finally allowing myself to enjoy that tomboy side, enjoy learning things. Um, and I like, you know, being able to just learn to, to work on a car, not feeling like I have to go find a mechanic or Mm -hmm. something. And yet I can still at the end when I'm done and wash off my hands, I can go inside and bake a cake and just (laughs) enjoy that just as much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it is that empowering feeling that also, if you run into a problem, you can fix it yourself. You don't have to rely on somebody. And that's important for everybody's self-sense of worth and ego, for sure. That's right. Well, let's have a little bit of fun here. Go back in time. I'd love for you to talk about your first really special car and maybe share a memory you have with that vehicle. My husband's going to kill me for admitting this, but uh, <laughs> my probably my most special car in the past was a 1992 Geo Storm. Okay. <laughs> it was- 
it was teal with pink pinstripes. And I, I know that's not a cool car. My husband keeps telling me that is not a cool car. But, there, you know, it was special because of what it represented to me. It was, I got it when I was in college. It was my uh, beginning of my sophomore year. I actually bought it brand new. It's the only new car I've ever owned because it was so inexpensive. <laughs> but to me, it represented freedom. It represented my transition into adulthood. Mm-hmm. And it just, you know, it was the first time that I felt like I was stepping out from under my parents it was like my transition into my my new life and so it was really special and um, as far as a a fun experience from it when I was in college I was in college down in Oklahoma and I live in Montana Um, my best friend my husband who at the time was my boyfriend and I the three of us we drove from Oklahoma to Montana straight through no stopping oh wow and my best friend and I were in the front seats and my dear husband was crammed in the back seat with all of our suitcases <laughs> and he could hardly move. And my best friend and I, of course, you know, made fun of him the whole way out there. Of course. And he, <laughs> he always tells me it's the worst trip of his entire life. <laughs> But it was at that time that I knew he was a keeper because he was so patient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that young love, the things we'll do for it. And, you know, <laughs> since Kevin was on the show quite a while ago, we become Facebook friends. So I follow you guys and I see the road trips that you guys take. It's so nice that you share that with all your Facebook friends. We feel like we're right there with you. And I, I can only imagine Kevin sitting in the back trying to keep that smile on his face. He's always got a great smile on his face. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure at times he's like, what was I thinking? Yes. Yes. He's, you know, and he's had to deal with a lot of that with me through, you know, we've been married for 21 years now. So awesome. uh, Awesome. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. I'm, I'm very thankful. Well, (laughs) and having, having two girls and going through the teenage years with girls. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's a test of patience (laughs) for any man as well. So he's got a great partner there in you to help him get through that. My wife would do the same for me. Some nights I would come home and she'd just look at me and put the Line across your neck, like saying, don't talk to her. This is not the right time. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) we've had many of those. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I got through it. How about a vehicle that you've let go that you wish you could have back in your garage? Is there a car in your past or maybe both of your past is a, a partner there in marriage that you wish you had back in the garage? Yes, actually, there is. We used to have an 03 Jeep Wrangler. And at the time, I didn't really appreciate it. Um, You know, we had younger kids then, and it was kind of difficult to get them in and out and trying to do grocery shopping and all that stuff. So I actually complained about it a lot because it was just sort of a pain. And then we ended up needing some money. So we so we sold it. And of course, now where I am now in life and (laughs) absolutely in love with Jeeps, I really could kick myself because I wish we had it back. Um, yeah. I'd love to have it for another project, but I'd also love to have it just to, you know, have one for Kevin. We could go wheeling together. Yeah. Although, you know, it's not too bad right now because when we go, I still drive. He sits in the passenger seat and that's pretty fun too. So, uh, Yeah, he's a patient guy. I don't do very well in the passenger seat. So uh, kudos <laughs> to him for, for doing that. He did well in the back seat there during that long drive from Oklahoma. So uh, maybe you got, right. you got some experience there. <laughs> So I would love for you to share a little bit more about this rally you're going to take part in because it sounds so exciting. It's the first year they're doing this here. It takes place October 13th through the 22nd. So it's a seven day, a full week type adventure, which has got to be pretty crazy. So tell me what your expectations are, what you know about it. And also, uh, if there's a way any of our listeners out there can help. Oh, yes, that would be great. Yeah. So it's an all women's rally. Um, it's, 
the first one in the United States. Like you mentioned before, there have been some um, overseas, but this is the first time they're introducing it into the United States, which is really exciting. It's teams of two. There's a driver and a navigator. Um, in our case, Andrea and I were actually going to probably switch roles on and off, take because we both like driving and we're both new to navigating, so we thought it'd be fun to experience both. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned before, it's no GPS, no electronics. They do put trackers on our vehicles just so that they can keep track of us in case we get lost. Sure. But we get up each morning. It's about 12 hours of driving during the day. Uh, we have different checkpoints that we have to find based off of coordinates and um, you know the information they give us and the maps that they give us. Then uh, we get back to base camp every night. And if we don't get back at the time that we're supposed to, then they go out searching for us. <laughs> well, hopefully that won't happen. <laughs> I, exactly. We do have what they call a marathon leg of the trip too, where it's a two day um, where we don't actually return to base camp that night. We stay on our own. But every night we were camping in tents and stuff. And um, it starts in South Lake Tahoe, ends up out near San Diego. And I'm, it's going to be a whole new adventure. The whole navigating thing, especially, is really new to me. I've already done a little bit of training, but um, next week, which will already be passed by the time this airs, yeah. but um, Andrea and I are headed to Reno. We're going to do a two day navigation training, and then we're attending the Rod Hall off road driving school for two days to oh, nice. really learn. Yeah, we'll get to learn all sorts of different terrains and stuff. Um, I, honestly, one of the things I'm most nervous about is uh, driving on the dunes, sand dunes, because oh, I've never yeah. done anything like that before. So, <laughs> yeah, that can be kind of tough. We're not going to spend all of our time. Yeah, I'm hoping we're not going to spend all of our time digging out with our max tracks. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll be part of the adventures too. And that's what I heard from uh, Rhonda when she mentioned uh, going on that adventure in Morocco is getting stuck in the sand dunes is a really the tough part. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> now, uh, you guys are, do you have to find sponsors or are you looking for sponsors or how do you fund this kind of adventure? Are there some opportunities for perhaps some of those companies out there, people, business owners listening to this show that might want to get involved with it and get some exposure? Cause I would assume being the first event of this kind is going to get a lot of social media exposure. I don't know if it's going to be televised or YouTube. How can people help you guys? Absolutely. We sure do. Actually, we're still looking for sponsors. It is not cheap to do something like this. I can't Um, imagine. (laughs) Yes. So, and then the other aspect of it too, is that we're also doing the build too with the Jeep. And so we're actually, you know, looking for sponsors for parts for the Jeep and all that too. So it both, you know, monetary and parts and stuff. Any help we can get, uh, we we just would love. We've we've got. If you go to our website, TeamSugarHigh.com, we have all the information on there. The media coverage that there's going to be. Um, we will have you know our helmets, so where we can put logos on. We've got the your, we can put logos on the vehicle. It will be seen. It's going to be international coverage. Wow. So yeah, it's a great opportunity for especially for companies that are trying to get into the female market. You know whether they're automotive or or other things. You right. know sunscreens, sunglasses. I mean there. There's so many different areas that you can target the female market in this in this type of environment. Absolutely. So the place to go would be TeamSugarHigh.com. Is that right? Yeah. I also, I just, I want to emphasize too that the other part of this is that the vehicle, the week after the rally's done, it's going to be in SEMA. We've ah. got the Whistler Group is uh, putting us in their booth. And so it's it's going to be pretty exciting. So not only are you going to get the exposure from the rally, but you're also going to get the exposure at SEMA, which anyone in the car world knows SEMA is, you know, that's the place to be. Oh, and that's yeah. where you're going to 
seen. So Very cool. Also, oh, got lots of great opportunities out there for sponsors to uh, be seen, be a part of this first-year adventure. Now, where did the, the name come from, Team Sugar High? Well, sugar, the, the original, um, the whole thing with the build of the Jeep was when I decided I wanted to build a Jeep, I wanted something that reflected me. I wanted something that was, had a little feminine touch, but that wasn't girly. And I happened to be friends with Matt Burnell of Burnell Auto Style, and he is an amazing auto designer. Mm-hmm. So I told him, you know, what I was thinking, what I wanted, color scheme, all this different stuff. And he put together the most amazing design that just totally captured me. Cool. And and decided I wanted to name it Sugar High because, you know, my love of, of desserts, of baking, of cakes and everything, <laughs> that, that really captured me too. Okay. And then when we decided to do the rally with it, um, it worked out great because my teammate, Andrea, she happens to have this major addiction for Reese's peanut butter cups. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so she's often on a Sugar High. So we thought, you know, the name of the vehicle and her love for that, we just combined all together and we're like, we're going to be Team Sugar High. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I'll be talking to her after we're done here. So I'll, uh, yeah, I'll mention uh, Reese's and listen to what happens when I say those words. So <laughs> Well, when you ladies are out there in those sand dunes and if you get yourself stuck, just pretend like you're in a big pile of sugar and it'll make the experience (laughs) a little bit more pleasant, perhaps. So, Oh, that's a great way to look at it. (laughs) Absolutely. Lemons into lemonade. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Michelle. If you were a car, what kind of car would Michelle be and why? Well, you know, I was going to take the time to think about that myself, but the thing is, is that my husband is constantly telling me what kind of a car I am, oh. and so I just decided I would go with his answer since I hear this all the time. Okay. He's always telling me that I am a Ferrari, and Ooh. he says his reasoning, he says I am beautiful, but I am expensive <laughs> and high maintenance, <laughs> but ultimately I'm totally worth it. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh, that's great. Well... I know you guys are uh, just, I don't know a better way to say it, it's just a lovey-dovey couple. I mean, you guys are just so much in love. You can tell it comes through. You're great partners, friends, husband and wife. I mean, it's just fantastic. So uh, I think it's pretty cool, Michelle, that you're a Ferrari. So very nice (laughs) indeed. Well, Michelle, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners, I have a question. What's the best way to protect your vehicle? both the exterior and the interior. It's with a car cover. I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's the fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft is the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers, and they are crafted to fit like a custom suit, with over 80,000 patterns available. And they're made in the USA. But Covercraft is much more than car covers. Their vehicle protection system protects your cars, motorcycles, watercrafts, and RVs, exteriors from the elements, and the interiors from the wear and tear of daily life. Car covers, front-end masks, dash covers, seat covers, floor mats, and much, much more. Covercraft offers you a full array of custom accessories made specifically for and styled to complement and protect your special vehicle. Covercraft is the right choice. I use them on all my vehicles, and your special vehicles will love them too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. And you can get free shipping when you use the code at checkout, CARSYEAH. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. 
For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. member, Finra Sipic. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. Okay, Michelle, we're back and we're entering the last lap, or I should say the last sand dune, the last hill in your case with the rally coming up here. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Life's too short to drive a minivan. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Which is perfect for moms. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And dads too. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? Yeah, I would say that's my daily time with God. I try to spend some time with God every morning, and that just really brings me just an inner joy, a confidence, and really gives me direction for my day. So I'd say that any success I have stems from that. Very nice. Now, how about a resource? Is there a resource out there that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Yeah, you know, for women out there who are trying to get into this industry and, and trying to learn about this stuff, there's so many resources now. And I, you know, I found that gemoffroad.com is a great website for women. T- gives lots of tutorials and stuff. Also, I like to watch All Girls Garage, which is on the Velocity channel. <laughs> yeah. You get to see the girls under the hood. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you know, um, teamsugarhigh.com, rebelrally.com, and my YouTube channel. If you search for Sugar High Jeep Build, you know, you'll get to see me at work. There you go. Lots of great resources. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read recently that you think the Cars Yeah listeners would enjoy? I got to say, I am not a reader, so I don't really read books. But the one thing I do read every day is the Bible. And, you know, the author of that is God. So I don't think you can get much better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Now, the Bible has been recommended by many guests here. So uh, great advice there for sure. Well, listeners, you can find links to all these great resources at carsyeah.com slash Michelle Davis, or just type Michelle in the search bar and her page will pop up with all these great links, including a nice place on the Cars Yeah website called Guest Recommended Books for the Bible, and all the past, oh gosh, 500 and almost 91 guests here are listed for quick, easy clicks to buy. All right, Michelle, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, something to kind of park next to that uh, Cobra that Kevin <laughs> built to make him a little jealous, but money's no object. I'm going to buy you any car you want. What would that vehicle be? And more importantly, why? You know, this is an easy one for me. Oh, it would okay. Act- it would be an antique fire truck. 
And um, that's because my dad was a firefighter, and I just have a real special place in my heart for firefighters. And um, I love firefighter memorabilia. Um, In fact, when Kevin and I got married, we drove from our, uh, when we left our reception, we got on the back of an antique fire truck and drove away. Oh my gosh, how cool. Yeah, so they're just really special to me. And I, oh man, I'd love to have one someday. You know, I should introduce you to a past guest here, Gary Wales. Gary is a incredible guy who has built three completely custom cars now on antique LaSalle fire truck chassis. And Ooh, wow. oh yeah, you got to check him out. Uh, he's a guest here on Cars Yeah, so now you're a fellow alumni. He would love to talk to you. <laughs> he builds these incredible builds and he brings them to Car Week. He's just finishing one. He calls them La Bistione One, La Bistione Two, and this year. I told him he should name it La Batzioni because he's building the Batmobile on an antique fire truck chassis. That's right. I am actually familiar with him. Yes. yes. His work is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. And the people that he surrounds himself, many of the people that are helping him have also been past guests here on Cars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, maybe I could talk him out of He always builds these cars and then he sells them off to go finance the next build. So maybe I could get you, uh, La Batsioni or Bistioni or whatever it is he's <laughs> going to call this one. I can't wait to get down to Car Week and see what this thing looks like. But uh, there you go. Antique fire truck. You are the first requesting an antique fire truck. So <laughs> once again, uh, first spouse here on Cars Yeah, first antique fire truck. Very, very cool. Well, Michelle, you've taken me on an awesome ride today, an off-road ride, which has been really fun. I've really <laughs> enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah listeners. Would you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off over the sand dunes, if you could do it, in an antique fire truck? (laughs) Yes, you know, and I'm kind of aiming this out to women out there. If you have any interest in mechanics or motorsports, don't be afraid to dive in and learn. You know, it's not just a boy's world anymore. Um, There's more and more resources out there for women. And I'm also finding that there's actually a lot of men who really would love their wife or their uh, girlfriend to be out there with them. They'd love to teach them. They'd love to work alongside them in the garage. So, you know, don't let those stereotypes hold you back. Go for it. Great advice. Listen to Michelle, ladies, girls out there. You can do it too. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you, about Detailers Helper, and about how to become involved with the Rebel Rab Rally? All right. Well, we've got detailershelper.com. And then um, regarding to the rally, we've got teamsugarhigh.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram under Team Sugar High. Then, like I said before, we've got the YouTube channel. Um, Just look up uh, Sugar High Jeep Build. And then finally, too, make sure if you're at SEMA, come by and see us in the Whistler Group booth. We're going to be in the North Hall. And Andrew and I will actually be there making some appearances, too. So we'd love to meet you. Absolutely. I'll be there. I'll look for you guys. Maybe we can get a selfie shot sitting in that Jeep of yours. That'd be pretty cool. We'll have Kevin uh, be be our cameraman so he can... uh, he can help us out there. Yes, my arms aren't as long as his, so I can never get the selfies like he can. <laughs> yeah, he does some good selfies, man. He's got it all down. I'm not very good at it either, so uh, we'll have to rely <laughs> on him for that. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything that Michelle's been so kind to share today on her very own show notes page at carsyacom slash Michelle Davis. I would encourage you to check out what they're doing. If you've got a company out there, you want some exposure into the women's female market, this might be a wonderful opportunity to help out and to support yourself along the way. Michelle, thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with our listeners. I love the fact that you're not letting any grass grow under your feet. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. You're welcome. 
Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.